actors bitching actually i I think this week it's one out of work actor bitching (laughs) fuck you Uh, i couldn't wait to do that (laughs) (laughs) so i am lombardo boyal (laughs) and i am actually still out of work todd anderson (laughs) well well i just had lunch i'm pulling food out of my teeth it's gross all right man what you have um salmon uh (laughs) <laughs> no, I had a I had a grilled cheese with tomato. Oh, cool, man. Sandwich. So I'm going to guess tomato. grapes. Cuz you know if you if you watch Dr. Gundry on Facebook or Instagram or anything, you know the guy that sends you the stomach problem stuff, he thinks com- tomatoes are really bad for you. They have mm. they have lectins and they punch holes in your intestines and they give you leaky gut. If you eat them all the time, yeah. Mm. But they're a good source of vitamin C. No, I know that. They're delicious. I mean, everybody loves them. But he's just saying, take the peels off and take the seeds out, I think, is what he's saying. Well, well th- that doesn't leave you with much. Yeah, I know. I guess you get the flavor. but And then you have the other people that say, fuck you, man. Everything's in the peel. You know? <laughs> All the... Yeah, I don't... Yeah, I mean, I can see how it could be bad. Tomatoes are acidic. Yeah, but anyways, so that... dude, back to me. Hold on, everybody. You can hear this. All right. I was just trying to figure ah. out this guy, your guy's problem with tomatoes. I think he's a reactionary, and he's he's got, he's crazy. Anyways, guys, that was me popping a beer because yes, Lombardo Boyal has booked a job. <laughs> <laughs> I booked a, on what a straight up guest spot. It's like uh, uh, you know one of those first responder series on ABC, Disney. I love you You're so good to me. Um, yeah, and uh, it's a really cool guest spot. You know, when you watch it, you're gonna be like, he wasn't even acting. So the role is very similar, to <laughs> um, <laughs> but it's cool. Uh, but Dude, I, what does that mean, though? Is it you? Is it you the way you usually are dramatically, or the way you are comedically? No, I was going to say no. Honestly, it's weird. It's almost me in real life, which is a trip. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's so like you're playing yourself. Pretty much, like it's pretty much me hanging out. Okay. Which you have seen. Are a you lot getting? Of. Are you getting lit? Oh, no, not getting lit, but hanging out. You know, hanging out, just right, having fun. Just chill? Yeah, chill. Yeah, you'll see it. And it's 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 it was interesting because today, so still, again, people, there's another new scare that I'm going through. Of course, I'm paranoid as hell. So today at 10 a.m., I had to drive to the lot and go to the parking lot at 10 a.m. and get my, uh, you know, COVID test, my first one ever. Woo! I popped my cherry. <laughs> how, how was it? Did it hurt? Dude, I was expecting the worst because, you know, you heard these horror stories and everything. And I went in there and I had to sign a waiver on both sides. I walked right up. There was one person in front of me. He went right through really fast and I didn't hear any screaming. I was like, okay, that's promising. (laughs) And then they said that the girl looks at me. She goes, okay, go ahead. I walked in there and I go, it's my first time. They're like, oh, we got a first timer. (laughs) Like, shit. But... (laughs) 
the girl, the nurse, she had, you know, her mask on and a shield over. And she goes, okay, I'm going to stick this swab in both nostrils for 10 seconds. And instantly, I think 10 seconds each, different swab. I say, okay. She goes, okay, go ahead and open your mask. I open it. She goes, up one nostril for a little bit. It wasn't even 10 seconds, to be honest. She's like, a little bit on one side, a little bit on the other side. She goes, okay, thanks. Have a good day. Yeah. And I was done. And so so like, I, 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 didn't, like the, no, I didn't get the original straight up the to the brain t- Tickle your brain swab? No. no? I was okay. lucky. That's cool. Yeah, so luckily I didn't get a job till that shit was over. <laughs> <laughs> I'm up for a, a commercial. You, they didn't call. They haven't called today, so I guess I didn't get oh, it. Oh, shut up, you dude. You know they don't call you till 7.30, like end of, right at end of business, just to give you the maybe. good news. Just to dangle that right. carrot, so it's way early. Some it, it's it depends, but a lot of times with commercials, they call right away because they're worried that you'll run off and do something. Oh no! I but also too, I will say, did they tell you? I don't know what the email you got was, but you know, you saw my Facebook page where I post where I was like, I came in second again, blah blah blah. You know, right, right. So because when I got that email, they said, hey, tell Lombardo he's one of the choices. All right, but when I got this gig, I mean, they and they got back right away. They were like, "Tell Lombardo he's the producer's choice, and he needs to take oh, a COVID oh. test." So I think it's it's getting quicker because you need to get tested. Because so that's the good news. So in other words, now I know if I get an email saying he's one of the guys, I didn't get the fucking job. I'm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Because now the first choice has to go get tested right away. Yeah, with the the code language as I understand it, like when my manager comes calls me and says, "So you're in the mix." Uh, that means I'm not booking right. that job. It's yeah. Like if they call and say you you're on strong avail, right? That means the only thing that could get in the way of you booking the job is some kind of technicality, right? Uh, so when was your uh, callback yesterday? It was yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Okay, in person. It was an in person. I mean. I went to the casting facility. Oh, crazy. Um, Tell us about that, Todd Anderson. I had my first in-person audition since February. Yeah. Uh, This is commercial, as I've been saying. And it was on on Monday, uh, midday, so uh, over in Hollywood. So I drove over there. And I was like, well, this is weird. And I, I the week... Prior, uh, my agent, commercial agent, had sent out a thing saying, are you willing to go audition in person? Yeah. And I said, yeah, as long as, you know, the safety protocols are being observed, uh, you know, it's fine. But at the same time, when I was driving over the hill, it was, I was anxious. And I don't get anxious for commercial auditions uh, anymore because I've done so many. And for me, it's just a, a pain in the ass drive. I do the audition, another pain in the ass drive home. That's what auditions had, commercial auditions had become for me. Yeah. Uh, now I know now, why. You, now like, I now I know why you like them so much. Pain in the ass, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. I like a I like a good commercial audition with a strap on, uh, giving it to me. Uh, <laughs> uh, but pain so in the this ass time there. I was anxious. Pain in the ass. Yeah. Back. Here we go. 
I was anxious for totally different reasons, though. It wasn't like stage front anxiety. It was anxiety of, it, will this be run well? Are they actually going to be doing it? You know, are because, you know, a lot of people say they're reopening safely in various businesses and they're not. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I would say for this commercial casting facility, they were. They were doing a real, they were being very vigilant. They were making sure there weren't more than five people in the large enough waiting room so they could we could be apart from each other. Everybody had to wear masks. Uh, the people running the session were being very vigilant about cleaning up after every actor. Like, every actor who signs in, at this, they, and they told you to bring your own pen. Okay, good. Yeah, so I have to just so cut it real pens. quick. But, just real yeah. quick, and then I'm going to let you finish. But were the casting directors nice? <laughs> Yeah, they were nice. I mean, it wasn't the casting director herself. You know, it's just session runners and com- commercials. It's uh, her assistants, her her employees. Yeah, but, but I, I mean, very, I mean very, them as well, because you know, you know, they're they're kind of shitty. Yeah, yeah. They're kind of shitty usually. Well, they can be. Um, I think it, it it all depends on how the casting director treats uh, her or his employees, uh, and and that. And that trickles down to the actors. Um, this casting director is very cool. I've always liked her. Her people have always been very nice. They're polite and they're supportive and they give good direction and all that. So I, I've always liked the casting facility itself, except they they would get backed up. In the old pre-COVID days, they would have way too many people showing up at once. Now they're doing a great job of that not happening. And they were cleaning up after us after every time. And the guy actually asked me who was, you know, outside signing people in, he was like, do you feel safe? Do you feel safe? Do you feel <laughs> Like he was really concerned that everybody felt safe and that he was being safe. So yeah. Were, and also they, I'm going to get, I'm really also I'm going to guess because it was your first one. You probably look freaked the fuck out. <laughs> probably. It's just like, ah, uh, ah, uh, <laughs> Uh, but my name is Todd Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, and then the callback, which was in person, but the director was on on a Zoom. So you know, I was in the room, but the I was talking to somebody on. Zoom. Oh, you know why? Because you know we can replace an actor, but we can't replace the brilliant director. <laughs> well, true, true. But more actually, I think more realistically, he's not in LA. And, uh, and people aren't going to be traveling to L.A. for casting sessions right now, even if you're doing them, you know, quote unquote in person. And also, I know that these commercials are going to be shooting in different locations all over the United States, three different states. They're shooting this massive campaign in three different states. And what was weird is on the breakdown, it said, you know, if you get booked this one on these dates, you'll be going here on these dates, you'll be going here on these dates, you'll be going here. And then two of the states uh said you'll be required or two of the states you don't have to get a covid test and one state you do depending on which job you book so that was weird to me i didn't understand that but yeah uh, but all in all the audition experience was was good but there's also the anxiety of if i book a job that i'm gonna have to get on a plane and i will i mean i'm not not going to because i want to keep my house uh, but that that is anxiety provoking. Oh no, dude! Concept. No, and seriously, like I don't know if I finished saying this earlier because you know I'm celebrating because I took my test and I booked the fucking job, and for me that's good enough right now. But I still, yeah. I mean, I still, if I get back a fucking negative, dude, I don't work. 
I mean, if I get back a positive, you get back a positive. That's yeah, what I meant. Yeah. Fuck, for me it would be a negative. See, that's why. I said negative. <laughs> <laughs> a positive is a negative. <laughs> I know. That's the thing about the thing about tests is you know everybody's like when people say think positive to me I'm like what about like a when you're getting an AIDS test. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a dick. That is horrible. <laughs> Shit, you, you can't think. You want to think negative, uh, man. Yeah, yeah, think <laughs> negative. So yeah, if I come but, back positive for like I don't work, dude, and they're like that would crush me right now. How how many days do you wait to get your results? I should get them. I think either tonight or tomorrow. And honestly, right now when you were talking to me towards the end, I got an eight one eight call, and I was like, oh shit, what is that? And like I ignored it, but in my mind instantly, because you know it's been so long, I'm like, fuck. Why do they call me so early if that's them? Or they call me to tell me I have it? Fuck. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's, that's so weird. I mean, it's, it was, you know, when you booked movies, like I, I booked some, you know, indie features and all that stuff back in the day, and you'd always have to go in For your physical. because of the insur- insurance stuff. You'd have to go in and get a physical, and that would make me nervous. You know, because what if the doctor was like, "No, you, you, you've got cancer." So, like, I, <laughs> dude, I swear to God, I always had it. You no, know, it's always that little doctor in Hollywood, right? Seventy eighty Hollywood Boulevard. She does everybody. She's a little doctor. She's yeah. dope. But yeah, a couple times I'd go there and she'd be like, "Your blood pressure's a little high." I was like, "Guy, I'm fucking nervous." <laughs> yeah. Like my regular annual checkups, I go in. My blood pressure is always high at the beginning, and I was, and I'm always like, wait until after he puts his finger in my. <laughs> Once that's out of the way, then why don't you take my blood pressure again and see Dude, how it is? I love it. Let him relax me first, and then I'll chill. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I that's chill, good. man. Let him get one in Once- there. <laughs> Once I get my prostate massaged properly, then my blood pressure will drop. Yeah. That shit is over. I've, I've come all over the place. <laughs> Can you imagine if you were that, like, reactive to uh, your prostate being touched oh when you got God. your annual, yeah. <laughs> you were coming yeah. all over the doctor? They're like, hey, uh, it's great. Todd Anderson again. <laughs> They're like, uh, uh, Mr. Ed, you're, sir, your your appointment's not until six months from now. <laughs> I just feel really built. I think I should. I feel really built. I think up. I should do this. I should do this one, once a week, shouldn't I? I just just to, once a week. I mean, just to be safe. You know, I mean, come on, it's my health. Yeah, stay on top of it. <laughs> I'm here for my weekly. Uh, here's your bill, sir. Oh, never mind. <laughs> I'm a I'm a I'm a good tipper. I give. Oh, nice. (laughs) That's what the doctor said. (laughs) Seriously, though, if more medical professionals gave happy endings, you're doing tequila. I'm doing. I'm so paranoid, and even though I already took the test, I'm doing like honey jack because it's good for my throat. Oh God! I know it's ridiculous. Doesn't tequila fix everything? I know, but tequila just. My wife's over here in the kitchen right now, and I said tequila, and she gave me that look because yeah, that's on my no to do list, Bardo. No Jack. Oh, but this honey Jack, and I'm sipping it. So. Uh, what? What's? Why is that okay? And tequila's not. Oh, I mean honey Jack, but not straight Jack Daniels and not straight tequila. What's hu- honey Jack? What the hell is that? It's you know one of those sweet Jack Daniels bottles that has honey and Jack mixed. I mean it's delicious. It like is it? Is it? 
It's a liqueur. Mm-hmm. A liqueur. No, it's. I mean, you buy it in a bottle. It's Jack Daniels. But it's just hun- but, honey, honey infused Jack Daniels. It tastes delicious. No. I'm sure. Yeah. I don't really like Jack Daniels, but I do like honey. Yeah, you'd like this. If we ever okay. hang out again, I'll bring some. I actually might have a little tiny bottle of that somewhere that somebody left at a party that I've never touched. You, you have like booze at your house that people bring for parties that you're like, why did they bring that and leave it here? Because I'll never drink it. Uh, or do you just go through everything? Dude, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> we just had to cross this conversation with our neighbor who's like, she's like, hey, I'm going to leave this here, okay? She goes, yeah. She, she brought over this chocolate uh red wine which was delicious and she goes oh we have like 10 at the bar like at the house my dad has his bar and we have our bar i'm like yeah we we don't have a bar <laughs> like if booze is in this house it's fucking gone like <laughs> sure no i mean well, nothing mo- lasts. like even if it was horrible we'd like we'd get to a point where we're like ah, let's drink it the stuff we like we we drank, but like we like somebody years ago, like at our housewarming party years ago, brought a bottle of wild turkey. Ooh! And I ain't touching that shit. What? You know what? That, did like, you what? did you ever like? Did you like Dead Man Walking? The movie? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's a good movie. It's depressing. Yeah, but you don't good. you don't remember like that's. Uh, I don't know. I'm sick of that Susan Sarandon yapping now. So I don't know if I watched it. Uh, now. I hear like, you. Yeah, shut up, know. Susan Sarandon. Just you focus. Just mouth. focus on her cannons, like Sean Penn. There we go. <laughs> 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 so, anyways, he has. I didn't mean to get political on you. I oh no, me neither. With the cannons. Anyways, uh, so, so fucking, uh, so Sean Penn tells a story like when he finally admits that he had the murder and his dad took him to a bar when he was young and he goes, yeah, he goes, which one you want? He goes, give me the one with the pretty bird. And that was wild turkey. Like that was his, that was his first fucking shot. (laughs) Who was his dad in that? Was that, uh, in the flashbacks kind of, I think. Well, yeah, or who's... I mean, I guess it's... No, he Jack, murdered two people? Is that what... Yeah, there's no, the who's dad. his partner? Yeah, the guy there's that... There's Arlie Ermey is a dad, and Raymond J. Barry Jack, is a dad. Jack Black I, was his brother. How cool is that? Oh, right. <laughs> which which one was which, though? I can't remember. I don't remember either, but I'm not going to watch it again, because it's, it's too depressing, like, for a movie, although I am enjoying watching all these crime fucking... Like, I'm watching uh, Serial Killer and Killer Women with, uh, God damn it, what's his name? Pierce Morgan. Pierce Morgan. Thanks, babe. Perfect timing. <laughs> oh, God. I, I could not uh, spend time with Piers Morgan. That guy's a fucking piece of shit. I hate him. Oh, his interviews are great, dude. We love these. These are great shows, man. Awesome. It, yeah. Everybody loves the true crime stuff right now. Yeah. Everybody's into it. Like, I was talking to my friend Colette the other day, and she, all she's watching is docuseries about cults. Like that's, <laughs> I love it. That's all she's fucking watching. For some reason, all that shit makes you feel better right now. You're like, fuck, man. These people are fucked. So now... <laughs> So now I just started watching this one called, like, uh, Caught on Camera. <laughs> Caught on Camera, the innocent. So these are people that are fucking went to jail that literally got fucked by cops and detectives that pretty much just forced them to say you're fucking guilty or we'll kill you or we're, like, protecting a cop. Like, fuck, and they're, like, they're showing you the tapes that, like, now are, like, you know, now when you look at them now, you're like, fuck, man. 
these dudes are fucking assholes. But back then, that's just the way the cops did work. I will fucking kill you, bitch. They're going to put the fucking, put you in the gas chamber. They're going to burn you. You better fuck for like. That's, for, that's still what they do. I know, but that, nothing's changed. They're, be, they're beating people on the streets. I know, but for 10 hours, man, they just interrogated somebody. And literally, like most of them are like, fuck, man, I just said yes because I was fucking tired. <laughs> you know the best uh, TV cop interrogator of all time? Uh-oh. Who? Columbo? Uh, Andre Brower. Andre Brower on Homicide. Oh, I got to watch him. D- Detective. Detective Pembleton. The scenes with him where he's interrogating suspects are fucking riveting every time. That's awesome. I gotta check it out. You never watched that show back back in the I watched 90s, it, but not the Andre Brow for some reason, but I love him on uh I got into that show later too. What's the one he does now? The fucking uh the uh, Brooklyn the cop the yeah, cop Brooklyn uh, Nine Nine. Yeah. That's yeah. good. That's a funny show. I didn't catch it at first the, just because it was too east coast for me, I guess. <laughs> oh, you were above it? You were above No, I wasn't above. It's just, you know, it's West Coast, bitch. No, but... Yeah, yeah. I but they treat us like that, too. Like, I never get East Coast shows. Like, they're like, no, he's too he's West Coast. You know, like... They, is that what they think? I don't know if I've I don't, ever I mean, said I don't this. get any shows. One of, I, I'm one of the no things coast. that I, I remember... <laughs> I am no coast. One of the things I got <laughs> close to was, like, I don't know if I've said this before. I think I did mention it in episode four. <laughs> Uh, but, no, I know what you're talking about. That's episode six. You don't even know what I'm saying yet. I was gonna say like, <laughs> no, I was up for the what's his face in, in uh, Half Baked, the Latino role, and it sucks. Oh, oh yeah, it sucks. I can't remember Scarface or whatever his name was, but he got it because he's like Dave Chappelle was totally East Coast, but I'm so proud of it because I, I, you know, I was up second place for like fucking. That would have been awesome, but you know. Yeah. Anyways. Fuck that. Fuck Dave Chappelle. He made a bad choice. That's right. No, I love you, Dave. He did a good choice. Homeboy's good. Diego. God damn it. Sorry, I can't remember your name, dude. It's Friday. I got a job. This is a funny movie. Yeah. I like it. Oh, and I love the actor, too, that played him. He did a great job. He's one of the nice guys, too. I've met him. But we got to be mad at the people who don't book us, Lombardo. You got to. That's it. And to be honest. become enemies. To be honest, that's the. And to be honest, when that movie came out, it was a bomb. So, yeah. so I was kind of like happy I wasn't in it, but cult wise, it became a great thing and it's amazing. So that's literally the only job that I don't regret. I mean, I, I didn't do nothing wrong. He's just, they just went, you know, with him. Cause he's, yeah, sure. Yeah. But that's the only one I think I wish I would have been in, if that makes sense. I don't regret it. Cause I, I didn't do anything wrong, but, uh, I would have liked to have been in it. But that's it. Yeah. Besides that one. And even though it wasn't a hit when it came out, and I was like, yeah, I'm bombed, Dave Chappelle. <laughs> <laughs> You're not rich, bitch. <laughs> I know. Every time, like, I've been passed over on a for a pilot, and then the pilot doesn't go, I'm like, yeah. It feels good. It just does. And then I get passed on on something like Arrested Development, and it goes, and it's a critical success. Yeah. But then I hear it's a bitch to work on. So then I'm like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Dodge that bullet. Yeah. I'm dodging so many bullets by being unemployed, man. That's it, dude. But hey, honestly, and that's the problem. Like, look, we think they're happier, but are they really? Uh, probably know. not, dude. I don't. Fi- I, I don't want to be happy. I want to be rich. Yeah, I know, but you are rich right now, man. But I'm saying, like, maybe I'm just being all happy because I got a job. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> what a dick. Uh... <laughs> 
Well, who knows? Maybe I'll book this commercial. Maybe you're right. You are. Oh, dude, it's early. No, they wait. Even though, especially for commercials, like they're still talking about it, you know, like forever, even though it's still like, yeah, because look, you just went yesterday. What time was the callback yesterday? Four. Yeah, dude, four? Shut up. And then like they have to send it to this director, wherever the fuck he is, and probably went out and like fucking made out with somebody. Yeah, except... The first one, well, I don't think mine would shoot for another week, but they're starting production on Sunday, so yeah, you'd think they would they would call before the end of the day. Yeah, they will. But can I get a, dude, I didn't find out about my COVID test. That was at 10 a.m. this morning till 7 p.m. last night. They just called and said, you got to go get your COVID tomorrow? Yeah, they said, oh, but the cool thing is the second AD gave me a heads up earlier. It's like, hey, you're going to get an email from our COVID team for tomorrow. Don't know what time yet. And then oh. the COVID team says we think at 7. Like, oh, sweet. I feel like... Uh, no, I think he actually thinking, warned me, actually, to be honest. I think he warned me it might be about 10 a.m. Oh, okay. But still, so you had, like, some heads oh, yeah, up. Yeah. It wasn't... Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking uh, earlier today that, like, I wonder if there's a podcast about two guys who are professional gamblers who talk about, like, not winning a lot. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but no. because I feel like that's essentially what we are trademark. Like, but uh, yeah, but why don't we just do that fucking show? Oh, dude, <laughs> fucking got killed by some old lady tonight. <laughs> she was just on fire. Loser gamblers. <laughs> that's it. The losers podcast. I'm into it. Let's do well, it. Remember, you we haven't have seen become- that movie yet. The cooler. You gotta watch it. With uh, William H. Macy. I've seen that movie. Oh, did we? Uh, with William H. Macy? Yeah, where he's like the bad gambler that goes to tables to fuck. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so I was, talk- I was talking to somebody else. Oh, that's right. That's my friend George. That he was like, oh, he could not believe that was a job. It's like, oh, yeah, dude. That's a real thing. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of there's weird jobs. people that have so much bad luck that they get sent to a table just to make everybody lose. <laughs> I feel like I could do that. I, I know. I well, right that. now, our record's pretty good. I mean, you know, even though I got a job yeah. right now, but still, if you add it up, you know, my record. I found another potential side hustle. I was listening to the BBC, and there's this, there's a guy who does this job, and he's he call, he's called a, a funeral confessor. What? So he seriously, he gets hired. He gets paid ten thousand dollars a funeral, and he gets hired by the people who who the funeral is for before they die, and they give him a confession to read to family and friends at the funeral. So like at the funeral, he'll get up and tell the family, "Yeah, this whole time he's been hiring prostitutes and doing cocaine." <laughs> like literally, that's the job. And I'm like, that's I could do that. That sounds great. I, love I mean, you, there, do that. you might you might get punched, but you know, for ten grand, no, I mean, I'm a I'm I can scamper. I can get away from like big guys trying no, to. Because the me thing is, yeah, you're, they, you're the messenger, and some people will kill the messenger. But still, so, don't don't punch me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Your gram gram was a prostitute. I'm sorry about. I that. know. I probably shouldn't have read it in an old lady's voice. <laughs> What a good job. I, I, I want that. But I'm an out-of-work actor, okay? <coughs> How do, do you need... I wonder if you need to get a license to do something like that. Fuck. Let's look into it. Yeah. I'm, you know what I'll do is I'll take out... I'll just take out an ad in the local paper saying, 
Todd Robert Anderson and Lombardo Boyard. Funeral Confessor, $10,000. Time me in. And Lombardo. And Lombardo Boyard. Like at Funeral Cops. Funeral <laughs> Cops. <laughs> Actually, that is a good idea for a, a sickness. No, like to, a guy yeah, who does to get like confessions. to get confessions. Like you could be a good cop, I'm a bad cop, or vice versa. Like get clap. Fucking tell us what happened. <laughs> <laughs> but but a show about a funeral confessor. That's a good idea. We should. We, who can we talk to about that? I don't know. You man. know a lot of people are fucking watching. But let's do it. I think that that would be easy. We shouldn't pitch that. Shut everyone. Shut up. This is our idea. Yeah. Don't steal well, it. You already put it out there. Erase, erase. You could edit that out. But anyways, <laughs> we were not talking about funeral. I'm not. I'm not gonna. It's lazy. Uh, if somebody is listening to our podcast and they want to steal our idea, so be it. Just cast us in the damn. Yeah, cast us. Show. Give us thirty percent. Just be cool. Do all the work and give us thirty percent. Uh, speaking of that, did you hear Melissa McCarthy and Ben Falcone and 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 uh, 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 Brett Ratner's company and I think Warner Brothers, whoever put out Life of the Party, there there's a ten million dollar lawsuit levied against them for stealing it. What? Like the the person who's accusing them says, I pitched them this movie and they passed on it and then they wrote it themselves and and did it themselves and didn't give me any credit or money. But I don't know if it's you know no, it's, it's I mean it's, it's happened all the time. But the problem is now in this day and age, I'm sure this person was smart enough. I don't know. Maybe she's holding that she wore a fucking body cam or that there was, you know, because there's so much technology now. How You know, so I'm sure she was ready because to come out with it, because usually, I mean, that's all they had to say. What do you mean? We had something. We have more money. You can't prove that we didn't have something like that in the works. Fuck off. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how you prove it, but if she has some sort of evidence. But it's also weird that it's now. Like, why not when the movie came out? Because maybe it just made enough money for her to sue him. I mean, it's probably worldwide. goes everywhere. Yeah. You don't know. Fuck it. And her lawyer's probably like, nah, let's wait. Let's wait till they get a certain amount. You know what I'm saying? Then we'll hit them. Right, right. Maybe. Or also the big lawyers. No. What are you talking about? Yeah, dude. What, what, what? Oh, fucking. God damn, I'm feeling good. What uh, <laughs> What studio <laughs> made the movie? I mean, you know, they could have put up through fucking, you know, post when, you know, litigation, all kinds of paperwork. Fuck you, man. Oh, yeah. I, I imagine if if you're levying a lawsuit against Warner Brothers like that, you've got to have some compelling evidence because. Yeah, but what I'm saying, they're they, just they going to get a, extension after extension after extension. So in other words, because they're hoping that that person runs out of money. You know, they. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's interesting. Uh, I, it would make me sad if it was true. Uh because I've met Melissa McCarthy. She's very nice. Yeah, uh, but also, yeah, but dude, I guess, money's yeah, a motherfucker, man. Money's a motherfucker. Yeah, nobody's man. above ripping off somebody else. And I also, guess. well, and I, but, oh, they're saying that, yeah, to her too. She was involved directly, right? She's, she, she is, they're suing all these entities. Together. Okay, cool. Warner Brothers, uh, Brett Ratner's production company, Ben Falcone individually, and Melissa McCarthy individually. They're all getting sued. Yep. So she was there for the pitch. That's what they're saying, yeah. I guess. Well, that sucks, dude. I mean, but you know, serial killers seem really nice. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I'm watching. So, yeah. like, dude, that's all yeah, everybody you... says. It's crazy. Like, you're like, seemed like the nicest guy. <laughs> <laughs>
Yes. <laughs> it's yeah, but then they show you a picture or video footage of the guy talking and you're like, these people are idiots. Who would think that this creep was okay? You know, everybody's like Ted Bundy was so good looking. No, he wasn't. Yeah, but you gotta remember that was the way. 70s, 80s, dude. You know what I mean? That was good looking back then. And remember, good looking has always been successful, dude. Okay, so that's it. That's true. You know, that's successful true. has always been good looking. He was a fucking doctor. You know, the only thing that fucked him up, he's an idiot and watched everything. It's like, dude, you're a doctor. Stop driving the fucking yellow Volkswagen. And I love bugs, but. <laughs> oh my God, you know uh, 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 John Wayne Gacy, the clown, yeah. the party clown? Serial killer guy. Yeah. Uh, Hill's aunt lives in New York, and she hired that dude. That dude did her kid's birthday party. Whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is yeah, creepy. Yeah, yeah. Imagine, <sighs> imagine. Yeah, come, yeah. what the fuck? <laughs> and I, I asked her about it. She said, yeah, he was actually a good party clown. It's <laughs> <laughs> amazing. <laughs> really up. We knew it was a kids' party. <laughs> well, I mean, they like to think about if this is a low end entertainer, but think of all the high end entertainers right now have turned out to be complete <laughs> monsters. I mean, it's <laughs> it's just entertainers tend to be awful, I guess. Yeah, dude. I mean, we're we're low end crazy. Thank God, we're not fucking that that level. No, thank God. no, it's it's. I could be. I could get pushed though. If oh, if things keep going the way they are, I'll get radicalized or become a, a serial killer or something. Huh? Just to fill the time. Yeah. Just to fill the yeah, time. You probably get more famous. Let's be honest. Yeah. Hey, look, everybody. Hitler was a frustrated artist. Yeah. So get me, get me work, that or is, I'm going to take over the world and true. ruin it. There's been a lot of yeah. frustration. We're worse than Marines. Oh. <laughs> oh. No, I mean, I hope I hope they don't get mad at that. Marines, I mean, because I'm fucking kind of hooking them up. We're worse than Marines, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's not bad against them, but I'm sure actors are going to, uh, no one listens. Marines can be real snowflakes when you criticize them, I guess. So, you know, you got to be careful. Yeah, but I'm not. You get upset. Saying we're worse than and they're you. they're train killers. Well, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I know. I was I was just making a joke. Uh, God bless our troops. I don't care. No, God I, bless I, our I, troops, but they do have some people that have killed people. I mean, that's what they're trained to do. <laughs> well, yeah. And you'd think like a job where you have a, a weapon of death uh, strapped to your person at all times and your job is essentially probably to kill people. Yeah. That's going to attract a certain personality type. Totally. Absolutely. Oh, I watched a fucking great movie that I was like, oh, let me check this out. It was called Get Duped. Have you seen that? Get Duped? No. Duped. Yeah. And it's not, it's, it takes place in the Highlands, which is, I think, Ireland or Scotland. The Highlands, Scotland, Scotland. Yeah. I thought, the yeah. Highlands. So the actions are fucking a little bit tough, but dude, it's fucking brilliant. You gotta watch it. Get duped. Okay. Yeah, dude, I'm serious. It's the coolest movie I've seen in a while. There's maybe like 10, 10 minutes, maybe thirty minutes in, they get really dark. There's like a nighttime scene where it's kind of like, God damn, I can't really see that. Uh, oh, literally dark. Yeah. And this is a movie. You're saying? Yeah, dude, get duped. And the music is... A, is it a crime movie? Or no, horror. It? That's what I'm telling you. It's a horror. Oh, it's horror. It kind of reminds me a little bit of, uh, of fucking Hot right Fuzz now. and uh, Shaun of the Dead. You know, that style because it's it's scary but fucking brilliant and so funny. It's, well, um, is it on uh, Amazon or whatever? I think it was Netflix or Amazon. Netflix. Amazon might be right. Yeah, Get Duped. 
D-U-K-E-D. Dude, it was awesome. You got to check it out tonight. You'll fucking... You'll crack your ass. I will. I was going to watch this other one that's on uh, Netflix, I think. I'll give you a teaser. There is one of the guys in the fucking group, of course. Basically, their version of the Boy Scouts. And it's quick, it's fast, the accents, but it's brilliant. Think of like um, Shaun of the Dead mixed with a little bit Danny Boyle in there. Like that's Mm -hmm. kind of the style. And the music is so dope. One of the kids who's from India, of course, wants to be a rapper. And dude, there is a scene where he does a rap scene with sheep herders and their wives and sheep that is just fucking brilliant. <laughs> you gotta watch it. I don't it's know, the watch coolest that. thing ever, dude. Yeah. And when you're nice and high, it's great. They eat, <laughs> they eat uh, one more little tease. They, and he's supposedly doing the, making the bad decision going to this barn and he ends up having the best time while the other ones are getting killed because they eat uh, rabbit poop in the Highlands because they eat the mushrooms. Oh, sure, sure. They're oh, That's the last thing I'll tell you. It's fucking dumb. <laughs> that sounds fun. Did you ever see the Irish uh, monster movie called Grabbers? What? <laughs> yeah, it's called Grabbers. No. I thought, about, the, I thought those were the Trumps. Ow! Oh! Oh! <laughs> Uh, it takes place like uh, uh, on a you know in a port town, small port town, uh, and it's like center. It's uh, like it's all the people are in the pub. They're in the pub, and uh, that's these a, sea monsters. That's a bar to you Americans. Yeah, in the Ireland they call them pubs, and the, and the this these tentacled creatures come out of the ocean and start grabbing people, right? Uh, and it's Irish, yeah. so uh, they realize that the 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 grabbers only grab people who aren't drunk. So the rest of the movie, everybody's drunk the whole time, <laughs> so they don't get eaten by monsters. That sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's great. I highly recommend. Grabbers. Highly recommend. Well, same. And dude. if you want to see, you're gonna love the you style. See, you're gonna love the style, dude. Of if you want to see a fucked up trilogy of movies, Lombardo. Okay. Watch the trilogy that starts with this movie called The Woman Oof. by Lucky McGee. And it's the first one's called The Woman, the second one's called The Offspring, and the third one is called Darlin'. And all these movies are about this clan of feral women who are given to cannibalism. Ugh. Yeah, pretty sweet. <laughs> Sounds great. <laughs> Think the kids will like it? Will the kids like it? <laughs> oh, it's for the kids. For the kids. No, I don't even know if you should watch it with Terry. You probably should just watch it by yourself. Oh, okay, but they're cool. pretty sweet. Late at night. The, the woman, especially, is 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 got kind of some. Uh, I love the name already. The woman. creepy stuff. Ooh. Yeah, but it it's uh, it's creepy. It's creepy. Good scary oh, stuff. And weird. I want to see it. Yeah. I want to see it. And kind of funny. It's kind of funny too. That's the truth. As dark as it is, it's kind of funny. Well, I always laugh. Especially anything, dark. Whatever, like anything is great. I always laugh. And it kind of annoys my wife sometimes because like. Why are you laughing at that kind of dark moment? I said, because it was done brilliantly. Like, that was, uh-huh. you know what I mean? Like, oh, my yeah, God. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. shit. That's awesome. It's, it's a shock factor. I mean, that's what a laugh is. A laugh is you releasing energy because something, like, caught you by surprise. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I laugh you know, somebody, as opposed to getting freaked right. out. I think that's brilliant. Even great acting. Like, it'll be a seriously dramatic scene and someone will say something amazing. I'll just be like, oh, shit. 
Like, damn. Yeah, this yeah, is exactly. So like, fuck. That's, that's dude. Yeah, I do that all the time. If, it, if there's a good gag effect in a horror movie. Yeah. You know, like super gory or yeah. whatever. Like if it makes me oh. like jerk back, then I, I immediately laugh right after. Oh, you just reminded like, me. Oh shit! Yeah. The other fucking three hours I wasted time on, so it felt like a three-hour movie. But I couldn't stop watching it for some reason. It was Vince Vaughn in Brawl in Cell Block '99. Mm-hmm. Did you see that? Mm-hmm. Oh, you mm-hmm. did. All right? Yeah, because mm-hmm. you reminded me because of the gore. But for some reason, I couldn't stop watching it. Was it great? But I was like. I have to keep watching this. That was really good. Is that by the same guy who made Bone Tomahawk? I think. Ooh, I haven't seen Bone Tomahawk. Oh shit! Yeah. You gotta see Bone Tomahawk. It's a western with Kurt Russell. Ooh, I love it. And but it's a western that trips into a horror movie. I I don't want to give anything That's away. It. But there's yeah, Bone Tomahawk. There's a part. There's one part that like makes it's like you know. Uh, that feeling you get when you get punched in the balls. <laughs> yes, I do. You know, that that horrible pit in your stomach? Yeah. That's what... The, it's like, oh, God! It's amazing. That's a really good movie. All right. Yeah, and I, I liked uh, Brawl. Then he did Dragged Across Concrete, and I didn't care for that. I haven't seen that. Yeah. Who's in that one? Yeah, it's not very good. Uh, Vince Vaughn and Mel Gibson. Okay. I blame Mel Gibson you get- instantly. Did that suck that you did it to your career, Mel? I'll work with you, but yeah, instantly I think Mel Gibson did it. <laughs> yeah, and the the sad thing is, is well, most of the stuff Mel Gibson has done since his it's good fall from grace. But actually, most of it isn't. But there have been a couple of good. I've ones. seen like, one. I like Get the Gringos, a really good B movie. Yeah, I love that one. S- sorry, sorry, everybody. It, did you see the yeah, one where he's like the addict and he's almost apologizing in the beginning? I don't know if that was Get the Gringo, but. He's trying to save his daughter. God damn it. I really like that one, too. Bloodfather? Yeah, that was it. I like that one. I like that. That was pretty good. That was all right. That was all right. Yeah. Uh, and his new one is really bad. Uh, what the hell is it called? It's about It's about like a... Is it called uh, Really Bad? No, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's called like stormy racism or something I don't know oh, yeah. it, it's just it's just Mel Gibson killing Mexicans in a storm oh, that's what it great. is great instantly I'm like oh I wouldn't like to be killed by Mel Gibson <laughs> <laughs> you could have killed me yeah. Mel Gibson yeah yeah well and he was the bad guy in that uh, second machete movie yeah I can't watch those I love you Rob Rodriguez please hire me but uh, you don't like machete I don't. There's certain styles that I just can't get into. You know, I, when they're too over the top. Yeah, I mean, if they're funny, I'm into it. But I will say, Robert Rodriguez's films. If I watch a good exploitation film, even if it's African American, whatever satire, like Chichen Chong, I would say, or whatever, anything kind of, it's got to have humor in it. And I don't think Rodriguez has that humor thing. He doesn't have enough humor in it for me to be. Stay involved. But th- there's a lot of jokes. I mean, Machete's over the top. Yeah, but over I mean, the top is not funny to me. To me, like, you need to hire funny actors in there. Or somebody oh, who see. can deliver a punchline. You know what I'm saying? Not just... Well, I would, I would argue that Rodriguez has a lot of really funny lines in his movies. Like, if you look at Planet Terror, that's that's funny. I haven't seen that. A lot of funny lines. And uh, Once Upon a Time in... Uh, or the oh, with uh, Mariachi, Johnny Depp? Yeah. The sequels, Desperado and Once Upon a Time in Mexico, have a lot of funny jokes in them. 
I would say. Like, like Desperado has that whole thing where Quentin Tarantino comes into a bar and tells, like, a whole joke, like a long joke. Yeah, it was great. You don't like it? <laughs> no. Oh, it See, I don't like it. See, like, those for me, like, you understand, as a Mexican, again, it's they're sellout movies. And it's like, ah, it's like, well, really? why is Quentin in there? Like, oh, let me have my friend come in here and do this shit. Oh. In other words, for me, Robert Rodriguez just became about the money instead of continuing to try to put out good work. You start to hire main actors, now you got Johnny Depp, you got Antonio Banderas, who, come on, that fucker's not funny. The best thing, the funniest shit Antonio Banderas has ever done is Puss in Boots. Fucking hilarious. That's my favorite thing Antonio they Banderas They tell me done. he's funnier in, in, in Spanish, in Spain. Oh, I'm sure, because, did, because like, if you understand Women on the time. Verge of a Nervous Breakdown, which is supposed to be really funny. I saw it. I don't get what's funny about it, but I'm not but Spanish. But you can't understand. So. Yeah, you would have to know the Spanish to get the timing. The subtitles are not going to do it for you. Well, and also just no, the, and to be, the, su- the subject, the like what the movie's about. Yeah. I'm like, I don't get what's funny about any of this. Yeah. No, he became famous because he was a hot fucking Spanish actor, you know, and, and then he did uh, Philadelphia with Tom Hanks and that was it. Oh, right. And that was it. Right. You know, he was gone. He was the new hot Latino and the rest was history. Let's play. And then it, you know? <laughs> yeah, then he was in an assassin, uh, <clears throat> Sylvester Stallone. And he said to him, and I, oh, that's him, right. No more chit chat. <laughs> but see, that's what I'm saying. He's not scary to me, you know, like in Desperado, he's sexy, but he's, He's not threatening. He's not menacing. He doesn't have that in him. You know, it's like... I see. He did, I see. You could get that. That's why, seriously, I'm not kidding when I say Puss in Boots for me is the best thing he's ever done. <laughs> I like Puss in Boots. You know what? I'll give him... Because he's, and he's funny in Puss in Boots because he... Because for him, everything is so serious that he takes Puss in Boots so seriously that it's fucking hilarious. You know? Yes. <laughs> Uh, because you could not make a joke, so I'm going to say it like this, and you're going to fucking laugh. <laughs> <laughs> He's kind of funny in that Expendables movie. Yeah, if you watch the fucking crap. Hey. <laughs> See, hey, I, I'd rather watch a, a, I'd rather watch a really good horror movie that's clever and scary than to watch stupid fucking old men shooting guns at each other. I can't do that. I, I understand. Yeah. I enjoy watching old men shoot at each other uh, as as much as I do horror movies. Uh, my only point was Antonio Banderas is funny in that Expendables movie. Yeah, but I'll, I think it's I'll, Expendables too. Well, it's funny that he's in it first of all. <laughs> and actually, now in Hollywood, it's funny because they are all Expendables. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they are. They've been Expendable. <laughs> Expended, uh, uh, except for yeah. Jason Statham. Like Jason Statham's strong. Like that's what I love. I think Jason Statham is like, hey, I'm a good bloke. I'll fucking do this movie with these fucking mates, even though my career is fucking going awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jason Statham will do anything. That's for sure. But you don't feel bad about him. He does a good, He's good in oh. everything. Like I'm sure even in the Expendables, he's great. And I'm sure he fucking makes fun and looks great around these old fucking. Yeah, men. well, the Expendables movies are fun if you liked '80s action movies, and they're, but but they're also fun because the like Jason Statham's not in that much of an Expendables movie. The only one who's consistently in it is Stallone, hmm. you know, and all these other action stars like will bop into the movie for a few minutes and then bop out. Yeah, you know, and Jason Statham comes in more than once, so I guess. He's more of a, but 
that's what's just kind of fun. It's just like getting you from one dumb action star to the next. It's just fun. You said it, not beer. Well, actually, I think I did say it. But they're not yeah. dumb. They're fucking making money. They're rich. They're doing great. But I'm saying, guys, it's okay to say no to Stallone. See, because that's what he... <laughs> That's what he that's what he uses a lot. It's like I know I, I can't pay you much, but I'm fucking Stallone, so come in yeah. two days, I'll fucking feed you, give you some hookers, get the fuck out. That's <laughs> <laughs> what I've heard. Maybe maybe you'd have more money to pay your actors if you didn't keep hiring prostitutes, Mr. Stallone. Yeah, well, I fucking like hookers. <laughs> <laughs> Tickle the balls and stroke the shaft. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's only what we heard. That's okay, the, we have no proof of this. Don't come after us, sly. <laughs> yes, and yes, of course. And Richard Gere never had a gerbil in his butt, and Rod Stewart didn't need to get cum pumped out of his stomach. These are all lies. These are all fucking rich people problems. You know what? That's Jamie what Jamie Lee Curtis was not born with a penis. I don't want it's to be all... that rich. Hey, go fuck yourself, Jamie Lee. No, don't be mean to Jamie Lee. Well, she's mad because she can't fuck herself anymore. They took away her penis. <laughs> Happy Friday, everybody. By the way, this is a looser edition of fucking goddamn one guy. From Jamie Lee Curtis herself. I'm just kidding. No, I sat in a waiting room one time with her and she was really cold. Like I looked at her and I was trying to say hi. I was going to say hi, but she gave me a real clear vibe that do not fucking talk to me. So I was like, okay. Yeah, I, I imagine I imagine that to be true. I've auditioned for her husband, who's brilliant, who's a genius, but he's not, you know, the friendliest dude. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. It's just weird. I don't understand those people, but I guess some people feel like they don't have to, or maybe it's just them. Like, you know, like... I, I think so. I mean, I think some people are, are you know, introverted extroverts or yeah. extroverted introverts. I don't know what the order is, but a lot of movie stars are introverted yeah. uh, socially and they don't like, they get freaked out, you know, being with people. Maybe that's why they're actors and movie stars because they, they their persons resonate more in a controlled imaginary environment than they do in reality. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just throwing out theories, Lombardo. I appreciate it. I just think it's all a hustle, and I think it's all bullshit. You know what I mean? It's like I think it's like any artist, right? Like even like Basquiat. It's like everybody. Like you see Anthony Kiedis now, and he talks like right, like all feminine, which is nothing wrong with it. I don't want to get in trouble, but it's like everybody. Like it's just. People try to do what they think people want to hear, what they want to see. That's the new trend. You know, that's in. So I have to be androgynous. I have to be. So I think a lot of people play up the arts thing. You know what I mean? Like the artist thing. I can see that. And they just think it like, if I'm not eccentric, then I'm not going to be respected. And then because, look, they're all artists or actors. So who's the fucking, who's not to say that they're creating a fucking character? You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it is. Yeah, Madonna started talking with a British accent. Yeah, you know, and everyone it? just like, oh, okay, cool, yeah, we buy that shit. <laughs> I guess she's British now. Hmm. Yeah, but she's hmm. also doing uh, a movie that's like, I can't believe him. Hey, Sam Rubin, shout out. So on KTLA 5, because he totally, he nailed it. He made fun of her on this clip in the morning news where he's like, 
All right, so Madonna is making a movie about herself, written by Madonna, produced by Madonna, and guess who's directing it? Madonna. (laughs) (laughs) And he goes, so maybe it may be a little favorable. She may be a little bit safe. You may be, you know, favored choice. He goes, so let me tell I've been working on on a movie for myself, Sam Rubin, and he shows his clip, and it's like, He's at the computer, like all these people are around up. It's like, <laughs> they're all laughing at anything he writes. Like, oh, that's brilliant, Madonna. <laughs> like, she's paid for everything. <laughs> she's doing it. If she, if she puts a scene about the time she was on Will and Grace and doesn't hire me to play the part that I played when, when I was on Will and Grace with Madonna, that's bullshit. I'm going to say something, Todd. I think Madonna has had enough shit in her life that your little fucking moment in Will and Grace... <laughs> It's probably. I bet. I bet she remembers it like it was yesterday. It was a highlight of her career. Oh my god, dude! If that comes out in the movie, and she says, "This was the highlight of my career," (laughs) (laughs) and she's been secretly in love with me ever since. That would be amazing. And then at the end, she she barely after the credits says, "Please call me Todd Anderson." I'm not hard to find. I don't know why she wouldn't have called me on her own, but that's cool. I'll take the dedication. Please call me Todd Anderson. Please call me. Okay. Hey, what's up? Hey, Madonna. Hey, Madonna. It's Todd. Hey, what's up? Yeah. Hi. What's up? So, oh, I'm sorry. What are you doing? Just thinking about going out to the Outback Steakhouse for a blooming onion. Yeah, I got you a blooming onion. <laughs> No, if, if Madonna would say, what's a blooming onion? No, she wouldn't. Don't direct me. <laughs> no, that literally, that's what happened when I was on Will and Grace. Oh, really? They made a reference to a blooming onion, and it was her character saying it. And she was like, what's a blooming onion? So we had to stop the table read and explain to Madonna what a blooming onion is. That is amazing. I don't eat that stuff. Well, no, I don't. I don't expect anybody to know what a blooming onion is. It's just funny. Unless you go to Outback Steakhouse. No, think about it. She's been rich so long, dude. She gets food brought to her every fucking day. No, I know, and so how, it was a great moment. Why would she I know what a see, blooming onion is? Like, what the hell? Yeah, no. Why? Well, she's sheltered. Yeah, and and it was just funny to watch Megan Mullally explain to Madonna what a blooming onion is. I was just sitting there at the table read. I was just. I was tickled pink. Tickled pink. Well, you're always tickled pink. But anyways, that's... I'm pink even when I'm not tickled. (laughs) What I'm saying is, but look, you're rich with that memory, dude. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. My career has been nothing but highlights. No, dude, but also too, man, there's a lot of shit. Oh, I'm going to write a book. I'm just kidding. (laughs) The other thing that Madonna did was that table read is uh, she was like an hour and a half late to the table read. So we were all sitting around the table, me and the cast of Will and Grace and James Burroughs and all the producers just waiting for Madonna to show up. She shows up, right? And she's like, sorry, I'm late, sorry, I'm late. And everybody's like, oh, okay. And the f- she has no idea who anybody is. And she's the first person she walks, she walks around the entire table and introduces herself to me first because apparently... You look like you're in charge. <laughs> I look like I was in charge. 
And I was like, I'm a bit player. I got two lines in this motherfucker. I don't know why you're in there. That is awesome. And I was like, and that's James Burroughs over there on the other side of the table to Madonna. And she's like, oh, hi. She had no idea who he was. Well, dude, you don't understand. And you know why I love that? Because every time I've worked with James Burroughs, he's been a Richard to me. And I'll say that to his face if he's around. I don't care if I don't work for him. Like, yeah, he's just always ignored me. I told you this before. He'll hire me. One time I told you, he pretty much hired me and fired me when I had done nothing. Like, okay. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah. Yeah, I've heard a lot of people talk about working with him yeah. and feeling as if they were yeah. uh, invisible and he barely spoke to them. And he and when I worked, um, I didn't... He, he just seemed focused to me. And honestly, like when we were doing the scene, he gave me one di- quick direction. Yeah. You know, because it was just two lines. He gave me a quick direction. I was like, oh, yeah, God, that makes total sense. Uh, cool. And, yeah, now we never spoke again. Yeah. It was fine. Yeah, you didn't speak. It was interesting to watch him work because he really did have an eye for the half-hour sitcom and how to make it See, funny. And I, like, that's all. And I absolutely disagree. I think he's outdated, and because of his reputation, people keep eating his caca. So I think I guess I guess I need I guess I need to just start directing sitcom because like yeah yeah no you it, should it, hit, it hit me right now I'm not saying it hit me right now I'm because like look, the only way to keep to stop this is for me to just get better at it and like fuck you man I'm gonna be better than you so thank you yeah JB so you're gonna fight you want to fight James Burroughs oh no no I don't want to fight him the, please I don't want to get sued for slander or anything <laughs> I'm not saying he's a bad guy I'm saying my experience with him was not good. He treated me like I was uh, a piece of that's, moving prop. And, so. and like I say, that's not an uncommon yeah. story that I've heard. Uh, uh, yeah. So, yeah. I, it, but I, I it don't, might have differ too for me because... I don't, I don't because, respond to that. Like, I don't, I don't like that. <laughs> I think... I think a lot more people on Will and Grace were friendlier to me than they might have been normally because there was the Madonna thing oh, yeah. happening. So they have you to know, be like, cool because, you know, Mags will punch yeah. him in the fucking face. Like, I said hi to this like, redhead first, so that's better be nice Right, <laughs> right. Yeah, maybe that's yeah, it. I don't know. It. It's funny how everybody... Well, like, think about that, dude. If she went to your first and you... Oh, my God. In hindsight, you're an idiot. You should have just hugged her and said, oh, hey, oh, my God. Cool, and just played like you were friends. Oh my god! <laughs> you would have had a meeting out of your. Well, it wasn't. Head. She wasn't. She she came to me and introduced. But still, introduced but herself. Still, Hi, like, I'm Madonna. And but I was still, like, Hi, I would have just. Todd. But I still would have just looked at everybody else like, yeah, that's right, motherfuckers, and just <laughs> it just sat down. But you were dumb enough to say, "Oh, that's James Burroughs." Like, fuck you, man. That's not your job. You should have just said, "Oh yeah, that's right." And sat down. <laughs> and let, yeah, I should have said, here, have a seat here, Madonna. Yeah, and, let's let's and, do this. And let everybody else wonder, why the fuck did she go up to him first? <laughs> yeah, it was uh it was a it was an interesting experience. But so much of it was boring because I only had two lines and it was, you know, five days of work yeah. and I'm just sitting in a room. Yeah, it's it's no but look being whenever- a bit player on a Multicam, but even though, but you're a bit player, but you're hired for the week, so that's a good thing. You get paid. Yeah, yeah. You get paid. Well, and I was hired as a guest star because I was working with Madonna. Yeah. They wanted a bit player who wouldn't freak out around Madonna. That's why I got. So you're part. getting paid it's for the week. Special. That's what I love. You're yeah, getting paid to yeah, fuck no. off and hang around Madonna and hopefully see her vajage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Not something I would want to see, but she did rub it against my thigh. It's totally if see. It helps. Yeah, yeah. See, so, she yeah. she locked on to you, dog. She was like, uh. Well, no, that was it was well. That's I don't know. It wasn't written that she would dance, but she was supposed to dance uh, seductively, I guess. Yeah. Well, you bring that up a lot. I think you had an affair with Madonna. Now you heard it here first, people. <laughs> I bring it up because I have so little to bring up. Oh, it's just, shut there's, up. There's, there's not be, a lot of highlights. There's going to be so much more. Uh, you don't know what it's like. I'm a I'm an out-of-work actor, Lombardo. Oh, me too. <laughs> so I get the results from the test, dog. <laughs> That's true. You're living on edge. Dude, that's a saying. It's not, I'm still, like, not hired. Like, I got to get a fucking, I got to get a negative. And then I'll go to work on, then I go to wardrobe on Monday. Oh, but the, what I am excited if I get to do it is, uh, dude, I'm doing flashback scenes. I've never done flashback scenes on a show where they're gonna try to make me look younger. Ah, oh, that's cool. Uh, where they, yeah, they told me to set. Are they gonna Are they gonna do it with makeup? Or are they gonna no, CGI no, no, I don't know. But they like I had to send in pictures to the hair and makeup team so they can uh, prepare for my, uh, you know, fucking flashback character. They're just gonna They're gonna paint your whole face green. <laughs> <laughs> and just CGI <laughs> just CGI some kid's face oh my god that would suck because I have to shoot the next day with the face so no I think they're just gonna probably take the gray out of my goatee put a fucking wig on me fucking you know cool that's it are they, are they gonna shoot the old Lombardo first I don't know, man. So many questions. Because if they're going to dye your... It's going to be interesting because if they dye your goatee, but then yeah, they have to yeah. put the gray back into the goatee. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, so we'll see what... Yeah, it's two days, so we'll see what they do. Uh, yeah, you're smart. I think a uh, smart thing would do to shoot the old guy first and then go backwards, I think, right? Yeah. That's what I would think. But they don't always... I mean, maybe they do consider those <laughs> yeah, those technical fucking, things yeah. with guest stars. Nah. So often they don't. But it's dude, it's dope. It's like literally my wife. So now my wife Terry is my lucky charm because the last job I didn't get, and this one that I booked, she fucking helped me do it. I was like, oh, oh she helped you oh, with the self tape. That's it. So like, that's it. You're huh. my fucking lucky charm now, babe. Both of my family members have helped me with self tapes, and I haven't booked any of them. Uh, you should get new family members. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kicking them to the curb and I put that out. Just watch one of those fucking out. killer fucking documentaries. You'll be ready. <laughs> uh, well, we're at the end of our therapy session here. Oh, great. That, that went by very quickly. But you know what? Because it was awesome. Because one of us yeah, is working. Fun. Hopefully. Yeah, yeah. Congratulations. Dude, hopefully. No, listen. And everybody, next, next, next week's podcast could be really sad. It could be really happy. <laughs> Maybe it'll be sad because you have COVID, but it'll be happy because I booked the commercial. Hey, thanks, asshole. We'll, but, yeah, we'll... But, <laughs> but either way, I'll take that. It's still a good, still a good negative happy. I'll even take that. <laughs> that's, so just, that's not what I want <laughs> at all. It's not what I, I want. I'm just joking. No, hopefully we're joking. hopefully we're both fucking working next week. Honestly, and that would be amazing. and then we'll have yeah. we're both working actors edition next week. Yeah, that'd be cool. I'll do that. Dude, I love you, brother. Love you too, man. Hey, love you, love I you, lo audience. I love everybody, audience. And don't get mad if I talk too much shit about anybody. I didn't mean it. Uh, no slander. So he really loves Antonio Banderas. No, I don't. 
I've never met him. He no, might be a great guy in no, real life. But I, no more chit chat. No more chit chat. <laughs> <laughs> I am Puss in Boots. <laughs> Let's play. <laughs> All right, everybody. Fuck off. Get a jab. Oh, what a Get dick. a job, you bastards. <laughs>